Hey, thanks for being here. Yesterday, it was uh, we got a press release regarding this. I think this is an interesting topic: using mushrooms as a mental health treatment. We know about the the um, controversy that is there and people using what would be considered a psychedelic drug and but they're saying the mental health effects and what can be used in treatment is one so joining us right now to talk about this is uh senator tj shope senator welcome back to the show hey thanks for having me back on let's let's talk about this uh why support this what are the benefits of this and what is the new data and science saying because this goes against everything that we you know 20 years ago this would have never been considered you're absolutely right, uh, and and I want to be very clear that you know Arizona is not Oregon, right? This is not something. This even what's under under consideration. We're not talking about going to your local Circle K and being able to pick up mushrooms or anything like that. This uh, what we are looking at, and and the reasons we're looking at it are are very very narrow and specific to uh, Arizona and and our f- folks that you know suffer from things like PTSD and and such, and to be able to have the opportunity to in a clinical setting with a medical professional, um, be able to have doses of psilocybin uh, in order uh, to uh, help people, uh, you know, release themselves of kind of the shackles of that uh, of that awful PTSD that that uh, really confounds some people. And we heard some testimony from Arizona's own Bob Parsons yesterday, and who's gone through some treatment uh, just uh, five six years ago, uh, and how it uh, really allowed him even in 2018 to finally feel like he was back home from Vietnam. Yeah, it's interesting. The group, uh, first responders, combat veteran physicians, mental health attorneys, others. So this is a, a this is a broad group of people that are coming together to try to dispel some of the myths and the concerns you brought up, you know, with the legalization and what other states have done, that, that this is going to be medicinal and it's going to be uh, not necessarily rare, but it's going to be specific. It's not even, you know, and we have to uh, think of, of this. It's it's more medicinal than any pharmaceutical that anybody is going to take, that anybody's currently taking. It's definitely more pharmaceutical, uh, medicinal than even medical marijuana when it was sold, because you're going to be in a clinical setting when you are uh, uh, getting this type of treatment, you know, with medical marijuana or even legalized marijuana, you pick up the item at a store, you go wherever you decide to go, home, wherever, to use your pharmaceutical. You go to the pharmacy after your uh, consultation with your doctor, and we assume that you go home and and, uh, you read the label and the instructions and you take the medicine. With uh, uh, With this bill and what we're trying to do, you are in a setting where you will be essentially guided through this uh, you know, process. Joining us is Senator T.J. Shope from the Arizona State Legislature talking about psilocybin and the possibility of legalizing it. So what are some of the safety measures? Going back to the medicinal marijuana in Arizona, originally we were told in that piece of legislation or, or in that um, that proposition that it was going to be doctor um, doctor over or seen by doctors and it wasn't going to be just a small group of doctors. And some things changed and people were upset about that. They thought they were kind of duped. And I'm sure you remember that. How do you avoid all of that with this situation? Well, I would like to, you know, don't believe 
for a second that people can't learn from various mistakes, right? And I, I think that Arizonans, by and large, you know, felt like they were doing the right thing in in the medicinal or marijuana sphere, uh, you know, a decade ago or, or more when that happened. Uh, but uh, you know, as it turned out, you had a handful of doctors prescribing. Um, you know, there was numerous end rounds and mm-hmm. things like chronic pain, etc. Uh, you know, we've we've really learned from that experience, and that's why the piece of legislation that you're seeing in front of uh, in front of the legislature right now is so tailored and so narrow. Uh, frankly, we've learned as legislators, we've learned from mistakes as well. You know, we we could have done it this way with medical marijuana, with marijuana in general, uh, with the legislature taking you know the bull by the horns, if you will, to on the issue. Instead, we inaction uh, is a type of action, and and the voters and and people who had the proposition, the money to put it on the ballot, wrote it the way that they wanted to be wrote, uh, written. Uh, so we have a golden opportunity here to actually have it fully vetted by the medical community, by uh, the folks who could potentially see its benefits by legislators. It'll you know, go through the entire process uh, before it ever even becomes law. So what was it that, that convinced you on this? What was it that convinced you to be such a supporter of this legislation? What data was it? What information? Who was it that you talked to that convinced you? Well, I, 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 you know, I had been hearing some of the information on this over the years, uh, and then when I became chair of the health committee, I, I started getting more and more information. But it was truly, it was, you know, and I, I am, while I did not serve our country, I am of the, you know, Afghanistan Iraq uh, war era generation, uh, and just talking to friends of mine who, some of them taking dozens of pills. Uh, you heard at the press conference yesterday, we heard from an individual who was on 300 pills a month. Wow. Uh, and, you know, it's just not working. And we have to do something better for these folks. Uh, and it came from a, a pure belief like that. And then on Veterans Day, I was uh, hanging out with my wife and we were watching television and, and saw Bob Parsons on TV and talking about his story, as I mentioned, of uh, you know finally feeling that he was at home from Vietnam. And this is a successful multi-billionaire yeah. talking who had an uber successful career and talking about how he had never felt at home until he did this treatment. Uh, you know, so we and I think that's why you saw people come out of the woodwork yesterday and say, you know what, enough is enough. We know that it's kind of probably awkward for people to see retired law enforcement or firefighters or veterans up here talking about something like mushrooms or psilocybin, but we need to go ahead and, and tell the positive story about what this can do for us. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that Mr. Parsons, I've not met, met Mr. Parsons, but for people who don't know who we're talking about, he was the founder of GoDaddy and PXG, the golf the golf club that's taking over the industry right now. He's a very successful man. For him to come forward and say, I never really felt myself with all of his success, the assumption would be everything is just clicking on all cylinders. For him to be willing to come out and say, and speak so highly on this and be so honest and transparent about his journey. I think that says a lot about him, but it also says a lot about the stigma that's attached to some of this stuff. You're most definitely right. And he testified in our committee yesterday for about 20 minutes on on the benefits. And I thought the thing that hit me most of how big of a believer he is uh, and others are is that in the the millions of dollars that he's put towards research in this uh, very area, you know, he made it very clear that he has made sure that his folks do not invest in any entities 
that are, you know, looking to profit off of this because he wants to remain a uh, person that can people can go to uh, to say, look, I just believe in the science yeah. of this and what it can do for people. I'm not trying to make any money off of this. Well, it's it's incredible. I, I think that what you're doing, I think this is, is fascinating. And I appreciate you coming on today. Last thing I want to ask you before I let you go. Obviously, you today is uh, statehood day. Today is Arizona's birthday. You want to comment a little bit on that, the, the greatness of Arizona and how, you know, this this celebration that we should have today? Yeah, absolutely. And we're about ready to head on over to the old capital in, in just a moment uh, for a celebration. But it's it's everything. Uh, you know, if you're a native Arizonan like I am, uh, you're you're proud to be born here. And as I look around my office right now, I have you know pictures and portraits of just the absolute beauty uh, of this state. Uh, and, you know, my mom uh, and dad being, you know, and meeting here in the southwestern U.S. and, and a perfect blend of of cultures being, you know, growing up half Hispanic and being half Hispanic, you, you get a foot in both uh, in every bit of culture, basically, yeah. that there is in the state. And you just cannot uh, duplicate that anywhere else. Uh, it's it's a day that we should all celebrate a lot more than we currently do. Senator, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, and I hope you'll come back. And thanks for your hard work on this. You got it. Thanks, Mike. All right. That is Senator T.J. Shope spending a few moments with us talking about SB 1570. If you want to look it up online, see some of the verbiage that's in it. Piece of legislation that would be allow uh, psilocybin or mushrooms to be used for medicinal purposes.